Yellow spawn. Wow, we're getting the information we need at a rapid pace. Okay, now, basically what he's saying is we got to get the backhoe into town and we got to do it with nobody noticing so they won't try to sabotage us. So we're going to play the biggest game of Christopher Columbus ever. And we're tying in our movie part. Christopher Columbus. Right. And what about the bridge? That's the thing. They're not going to fix the bridge. They're just going to drive that fucking backhoe right across it. And so now they're doing diversionary tactics. And this is supposed to distract the town from what's – and the you'll see. The backhoe just drives through all the chaos. Nobody notices. I love how they're tying in Christopher Columbus. That was from that movie we were watching called uh, – oh, it's the same movie. Oh, it's the same. Yes. <laughs> oh, they must be playing for keeps, these guys. Oh, right. See, they were just playing in the beginning, first hour of this film, but now they're playing for keeps. This was released October 3rd. Uh, it made – 1.4 million from uh, over, uh, you know over a thousand theaters uh, during its open w- weekend, and it went on to win uh, uh, to make um, 2.663 million domestically. So this was a success. They spent uh, I don't have the dollar amount that they spent, but they this was a, they made money. Oh, Universal made money. They bought it. So Universal made the money. The Weinstein's just got, uh, I don't know what their payout was or anything. So Spice is getting distracted by food, which he loves, and Marissa Tormay's like, come on! Uh-oh, they're making too much noise. Oh, no. So wait, do you think, like, Steven Soderbergh would be like, listen, I think I know uh, what I'm talking about. And they're like, no, no, you gotta do this. He's like, why? Because you direct, co-directed playing for keeps? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's like um, every now and again when Oprah was on TV, there'd be some film star and they'd relay something and she would go, when I was filming The Color Purple, and she would, you know, she became an expert, you know what I mean? Well, she was an expert. I mean, she is like a, you can't dismiss Oprah when it comes to movies. In that movie, she went on later to do the, that uh, Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle in Time, I saw that with her in there. But which was a great book. I, I don't know about that movie. I, I You know what the movie was great. The movie was great. It was no, the book nothing happened in the book and nothing happens in the movie. It was perfect. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll have to see it. I already yeah, wrote it was fine. <laughs> you must have like read that book and thought it was like something better than it was. I guess you know? yes. I was young when I read that book and I didn't like how the book started without really explaining this is gonna be a travel through the universe movie. You know, it was just like some dude walking home with these two sisters. It didn't – things weren't adding up. The next thing you know, they were, like, off on some journey. Right. Wait, it doesn't matter. Let's see. I wrote down the Rodney Danger – oh, my five whys. And uh-huh. I guess I'll also see. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, oh, Amazon Prime. I don't yeah. have to do Netflix TV. No, you can just watch it and go, why did I watch this? I'll tell you, it's one of the great, like, he's super old in it, and, you know, he'll say, like, oh, and then, you know, the dog never came back, and they'll be like, oh, Rodney's character, you're so funny. Oh, uh, I'll tell you another thing. 
Give me oh, look at that. She's flying ham. Well, okay. One of their diversionary tactics is the ham was 11 cents a pound. And she's like, holy shit. So basically they mark down everything in the grocery store to be like, you know, dimes and nickels. Well, I'll tell you. My local uh, butcher. The ham is like 11 cents a pound. Ah, oh, Rodney's character. You're so funny. That's like every old Rodney movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. So there's chaos in the chaos in the grocery. I heard chocolate chips are a dollar sixty-nine. Yeah, see, I was thinking that. I saw that. Chocolate chip cookies? Look how much uh no, but that was the real price. It was eighty-six. Yeah. Basically everything's going wrong now. Uh the electric guy is going to make the diner go nuts. You know. How can he make records fly out? I don't know. It's all the diversionary tactics right now so that no one will notice the backhoe. I love it. Like, they, they're causing a lot of mischief. They're like gremlins. Move over, gremlins. Yes. Except, Move uh, over, critters. Not like gremlins at all. <laughs> what I remember is munchies. You think the, the munchies would pull this off, right? They would, pull, they would shoot off uh, – I mean, how is that possible? I love the Munchies movie head. That was really good. <laughs> yeah. The Munchies, they were great. Well, they were, they were, you know, discrediting who they were back then, the Munchies. Of course, we're talking about the Monkeys, and I just want to say Paul McCartney's putting out a new record, and he has never addressed the fact that the Beatles' early songs really, really sound a lot like the Monkeys. You know. Oh, what a rip. Yeah, you ever see like a Help or Hard Day Night? What Here's a rip the backhoe. All right, here we go. The Nutsy Bird says. So, so he's the backhoe is sneaking through town. The plan works. And they dress up as nuns and they, they hoodwink a guy into renting them the backhoe. But now he finds the um, files on Pritchard Chemicals. And he's going to expose soap opera guy. Now, so soap far, opera so guy's good. about to walk into his office. So Chloe is distracting him with some unfunny drama. I'm going to college. I, I'm, I'm scared. I, I don't know if I should go. Wait, is that her dad? No, it's it's uh, just the bad a, guy yeah. who's her dad is basically was just in that one scene. He he's. With the shotgun, you know, you're my daughter, you're coming home. Okay, now she's we'll do a harassing him. Yeah, she's preventing him from walking in and capturing and uh, discovering Danny finding out the information. Now, we see a real movie scene here in which with one punch a guy's knocked out. I love it. I gotta tell you, in movies, it's completely unrealistic because when you get bumped on your head, that and you're knocked out. I mean, that's a serious concussion. It's a, it's a, you can be damaged for life from that. Right. In the movies, it's just like if you want to make a guy fall asleep for a little while, you punch him. Well, no, or worse, you you use the back of your rifle. Like you have yeah. a gun, but you just hit him in the head with the gun, and they pass out, and when they come to, they're like in a different place. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. Yeah, I know. I love the TV show Lost, but that's basically every episode. Okay, now they're going to take this backhoe across the rickety thing. 
it's very dangerous and Silk is <clears throat> doing it and he's going to get in trouble. But then Spike shows up, gets in the driver's seat with him, and somehow because Spike is there, it's successful. That makes no sense. Yeah. What a rip. Have you ever seen the movie, um, oh God, uh, Sorcerer, William Friedkin with, uh, I think Eric Roberts is in it. No, I Roy know. Schneider. Roy Schneider. It's good. It's it's about uh, these kind of suicidal truckers who are driving around like South America and uh, you know through these like regions that just don't hold up. I think uh -huh. they have like nitroglycerin or something. Should it's, I it's, see it's, it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a great movie. Sorcerer. What year? Because I bet you. Seven. Okay. I'll be freaking. It, it's it's a truck. It's not. There's no sorcerers in it. Now, in my Netflix DVD queue is all these films that can't be, they don't have them, and they're in the yeah. waiting list. And I, so I started looking up on YouTube, and I got some movie suggestions for you. There's some There's some oh. YouTube. I'll send them to you. Okay. Yeah, lay it on me. Maybe perhaps we can watch them in future episodes. You'll be interested in some of these because the premise of the show is that you read about them or knew about them or heard about them, and there was yeah. no recourse for you, no actionary no way for you to see them. No, and I just have to read about them. Some of these will be the. I know some of these. Okay. Will be your list. Yeah, send it. Send it my way. You okay. Know what, now I have this a, guy goes. I have a movie picked. I have a movie picked out for next week. By the way. Wait, it's not America Three Thousand. Oh, oh, we're doing America Three Thousand next week. Well, I, I unless you say differently, I thought that was the plan. Let's do that. Yeah, I have a movie in two weeks. <laughs> okay. We're Am taking, I messing we're you up? Or? No, not at all. Okay, by the way, we're not talking about the movie, but you're not missing a thing. Uh, it's not hilarity. What's really happening is now they're going around and they're getting all the people who would flip if they learned that soap opera guy was really trying to make a chemical dump in their nice town. So they're basically kidnapping. Literally kidnapping. Oh, there's Dad. Yeah. Huh? How's your pleasure? I saw this on the A-Team. You saw this on the A-Team? Hi, yeah. character actor. What's going on now? They're, oh, yep. They're kidnapping everybody so that they can expose soap opera guy in front of them. It's not realistic, but it is that very much a movie. It doesn't make any sense. So he's like, come over and I'll buy the property. So soap opera guy shows up and he goes, why isn't anybody here? This is very suspicious. Hmm. Hello, Mr. Soap opera guy. What's that file you've got there? Why, it's the Pritchard chemical file. Ta -da! Give me that file, you. Yeah. I bet you want this paper file. Thank God this uh, film is ending, man. So bad. Yeah, I know. This is really, like, wasn't fun. It's just because it, it was Miramax at a time in which, and I'm glad we found some sexual harassment so we can show that this guy did it all the way back when. Yeah, way back when. Yeah, good for us. It's so strange because it's just that, you know, he would make these decisions, artistic decisions, and you'd say, well, what does he know other than just being a fakehead? And he, <laughs> he made movies. He, he wrote and directed this movie. 
Yeah, but at the same time, you're right. He was just like, I'm a big money guy. But it, it, also, it is his prerogative. Oh, exposed. Exposed. Oh, oh no. Toxic. I got to get out of here. I didn't realize all the town people were here listening. Not so fast. I got to get out of here. But not so fast. What? You're you kidnapped their town and brought them to listen to me? And now and, they're pissed at me? Right. They don't mind because they got pissed at me. Yeah, that's so true. They listen. Forget about kidnapping. We got to get after that guy. Now the home inspection guy comes. Is like, you ready for the inspection or what's going on? Three months later, we get to wrap up this freaking film. Wow, that's crazy. Do 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 do. It's the first meeting of the stockholders of the Hotel Majestic. Who are the stockholders again? It's the whole town. It's it's Jimmy Bayo and other people. Now look how eighties. Look how eighties. That's not eighties. That's like seventies. It looks like someone's oh, look, yearbook. There's no patrons there. Big deal. They opened up. Wait a minute. I'm wrong. Look at this rock and roll house. So many patrons. Hey, oh my God! It's the Corys. Oh. Wow, look at that, man. They're just like... Holy oh. cow. The guys from Growing Pains are here. And, and yeah. look, it's Corey Feldman. Whoa! Whoa! Cow, it's Facts of Life Girl. Hey! <laughs> Facts of Life Girl. Oh my god, it's Mallory from uh, Growing Pains. So, she keeps on taking money from the till and giving it to charities. And they're like, cut it out. Look at my Marissa Tomei butt. So she gets to do what she wants, which was be an, an aerobic inst aerobics instructor. He gets to do what he wants, which is be the athletic director. Right. And Silk will look. He's the chef, like he always wanted. Hey, no. I'm a oh, chef now. Well, no. So wait, Silk? No, Silk will be the um, star he's, he's, in the, yeah. we'll have the whole musical Michael Jackson themed in this film. I look forward to that. Yeah, get your 80s pizza, pretzel bites. <laughs> That's uh, Scott Bale. And look, he got his arcade. Larry Diamond's Intergalactic Arcade. And he gets to play for free. Yeah. Free play, all the Wizard of War you want. Wow, look at that. You could go and play Galaxian all night. Right, look, that's the... Now look, here comes Rock into the foyer. And okay. everybody stops as if they've been with the rock story the whole time. Rockefeller, what did you do when you broke out? He goes, yeah, just for one night. They, like, released him for a night so he could be at the party. And the cop's like, we're even now. This is like some Logan Run shit where an old man walks into a bar, <laughs> into a party, and all, <laughs> all, the, all the kids stop. Let's party! Rock! Party with the rock! Can't have a rock and roll hotel without Rockefeller. Wasn't there a majestic film with uh with with Jim Carrey? The yeah. Majestic. Yeah, I don't remember it. Oh no, he gets like amnesia and he comes back and like I don't know, he may be this guy or something like that. Right. Uh which wasn't there Oh, here comes Silk. Yeah, Silk is Michael Jackson for this. It's so 80s, the song. 
Look at everyone's frowns. God. That's what I miss about the, when, during these COVID times. They're the films where the extras are like, yeah, Phil's performing. <laughs> They're all into it. Yeah. And the sister is there, and she's got to be 12. You know, she should not be there. Well, what else is she going to do? She, she drove over to Pennsylvania, and the mom didn't care. The, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I said the mom doesn't show up anymore. She did have a scene there when he went home, but she she just let her sister go. Uh, I don't know. Now, he, Silk is singing, yeah, make a wish, and then make it come true, and it's all part of the plot. You know, it's wrapping up the plot. So he gets his dream. He gets to be a pop star. Yay. Hooray for Silk. No, when did he rehearse with these guys and get all ready and hire the the, the solid gold dancers and I know and the synthesizers yeah. right and everything's all eighties and did they have the electricity? I know they had an issue with electricity. Oh, uh, they fixed that. Clearly. Oh, okay, yeah, clearly. <laughs> Listen, you can't have a rock and roll hard stockings, Get it? Silk in the stockings. Oh my God! Oh, there's the eighties sax player. Mm-hmm. Who's totally into it. Listen, you can't have a rock and roll hotel without some rock in it. Right. Yeah. You can't have a rock and roll hotel without rock in the name. But they didn't put rock in the name. But they got, like, the Silk's rocking out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got to see a concert. You know, the 80s turned into the 90s, and, and, and the look and feel of everything changed, and it became grunge and stuff. I wonder what this hotel did. Oh, they had a view of the times. Uh, probably. Yeah. They will soak one grunge. That's all. Wore a little plaid. <laughs> right, wore plaid. It started playing rock songs. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Now, this is Spike talking, right? Carl, this is Spike, not not uh, Danny. That's right. It's Spike wrapping up. Why is Spike our narrator? I don't get it. I don't know. We'll have to ask the Weinsteins who wrote it. Look, fireworks, okay. they splurged for fireworks. Well, they knew, you know, you had to end with a bang. Yeah. There it is! He did it! Yay. Uh, and now we have Julian Lennon live doing his father's song. Over the end credits. Is he performing at least? I mean, like, no. No, it's just a recording. Wow. The holders. Well, at least we end on a closed caption of our our heroes, Danny Spikes. Yeah. Spikes plural. Yeah, Spikes is plural. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I never explained why they have these nicknames and what their real names are. Listen, but, I've yeah. how how many Spikes do you know? Like people named Spike singular. Well, Couple, there's right? a few dogs. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. They boy, he hates Tom. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Fred and Jerry, yeah. But I mean, like, I know maybe I know a couple people named Spike. I've never met anyone named Spike. Spikes, plural. Well, that makes what yeah. that makes them stand out. Uh, I guess. Tell me, Mike, what did you think of this? 
I mean, I'm being a little, I'm biasing you by saying this piece of crap film, but what did you think of this piece of crap film? I think it's a piece of crap. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb here. <laughs> but yeah, this was uh, imaginary, like they're high school kids and it's just his, he happens to be in luck because his family member dies and leaves him a hotel. Leaves him. So leaves right. his family and then he just takes it. Right. He left it to his family, which is essentially the mom. And right. They just took it. Yeah. They just took it. And then they terrorized the town so they could all show up. <laughs> they terrorized. Well, they did. The Everything they did to get that backhoe in there. They would have gone to jail for any of those conversions. Yes. Uh, and for kidnapping people? Yeah. I mean, this is all federal crime. Uh, yeah. Kidnapping is a federal crime, not even a local. And what kind of hotel? Like, there's not another competitor hotel. It's not a hotel town. I'm sorry. I'm That's not right. Holly, Pennsylvania. Who wants to, um, yeah. you know, uh, to vacation in Holly? Wow. Look at the, the players. All these spikes fantasy. Silk's fantasy, I mean. Yep. Yeah. Lady who finds cheap steaks. Oh, Bonnie Lewis. <laughs> oh, was Bonnie Lewis in this? Her steak finding ability is. <laughs> Some strange. Uh, Salvadorian. Oh, yeah. it's funny. The dog was named Spike. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, here's the song. Pete Townsend. Peter Frampton. Yeah. Anna Crisis. OMG. And Duran Duran. Sister Sledge, Arcadia. I'm a couple uh, seconds behind. Stand by Me, Julian. Oh, yeah, look at the executive producers of the music, Weinstein. Oh, the executive producer. Wait, what'd you say about the music? Were they associated with the music? Yeah, they were kind of they were executive producers on it. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm not sure how the Weinstein's could get. I thought it would be that Universal bought it and they got the soundtrack, but, but no, I think they 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 set it up. Okay, I mean, it sounds like a Weinstein. Oh, listen, I'm giving you Peter Frampton. It's a piece of shit, but he's on it. Yeah, that's right. So this was very bad, and I'm glad we watched it. There was lots to yeah. talk about, and there was, um, you know, it's interesting because it's the wine scenes and yeah, go on it's history, derisive, and Bob Weinstein really got away with something. I mean, it was all about his brother, right? Right. Bob was just there, like uh, I don't think he should release those uh, foreign films. He goes, "That's it. I'm not releasing those foreign films." Harvey Weinstein refuses to be. I think you should hire that girl, but only if she's nice to you, wink, wink. That's it, I'm hiring that girl. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. I bet you Bob was behind it all, pulling the levers, getting no, you know, criticism. Somewhat, somewhat, I don't know. Uh, it's a complicated story, but let's never talk about the Weinsteins again. We're done. Great idea. Great idea. Well, that's been our show. Uh, we're very excited. Next week, we have a special show. One of the movies we watched a couple years ago, it's our personal favorite, but uh, the recording was just garbled. So we are starting off the year by taking a break and re-issuing uh, this episode, America 3000, which is a great film from the 80s about yeah. the future. And uh, Still on YouTube. 
still on YouTube, so we're going to rebroadcast an episode we did a couple years ago, which, you know, recently we had an episode air, and it was garbled. We'll replay that in the future. We were yeah. aware of it. Uh, but this one is from a couple years back, so we're going to take a break, uh, which is good for Carl, because, Carl, the movie I picked, you're going to hate me for it. So we'll right. have to wait two weeks. We'll have to wait two weeks for that to happen. <laughs> uh, but go ahead, and uh, we'd love to see you next week, so uh, check out our our screening and premiere of uh, uh encore premiere as it were uh, <laughs> we're, we're playing a rerun is what i'm trying to say America <laughs> 3000 and then we'll be back with some new uh shows and you're gonna hate me for the next movie so okay tell me, yeah tell me you, now because uh we won't get to announce it on america 3000 right okay fair enough well you know uh anytime i could find a robert downey senior movie we're curse gonna watch you, it <laughs> curse you so I found a Robert Downey Sr. movie from oh, 1986 starring okay. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, and Martin Mull. It's called, uh, even the title, <laughs> Renting Lips. Renting L-I-P-S, Lips. And we'll see Martin Mull, who we know well, but we'll yes. also see Robert Downey Jr.? Yep. Is yep. he yep. big? No, he's 86, so he's like, you know, uh, talking about, uh, he I was don't know. A- Teenager, all he, right. Was he? Yeah, I think he was on Saturday Night Live at that point. I don't even oh, remember. Oh, okay. But it was after Back to School for sure. It's about a, a production of a porno movie, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's called Renting Lips, Carl. How awful is that? Yeah. And that'll be in two weeks, so that'll be an original episode. But we want you to enjoy America Three Thousand next. No, it's Saturday, good. America Three Thousand. It's post-apocalyptic. It's a piece of crap if you watch it on your own, but if you watch it with us, it's it, oh, you'll you know, love it. it'll be funny. Yeah, and there's all this um, – the slang terms they used and everything. Uh, you'll like it. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we're replaying it because if people didn't get to hear it the first time around, and it's worthy of a show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Well, we're, we're going to check it out next week, and we would love to have you watch it. Carl, that's it. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for watching that movie and researching it. Audience, thank you for being part of the show, and we will see everyone next Sunday. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike.
What? Michael? What? Spiegel? What? <laughs> Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, I'm Mike Spiegelman. And hi, I'm Carl. Hey, we're the comedy duo of... <laughs> so, uh... We want to welcome you to our podcast called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and... And, and Laundry Basket. <laughs> I'm not trying to cut you off. Give me plenty of time. Can uh, we let people know? Let's just let them know. We've yeah. been a comedy duo. I was the original Laundry Basket. We've been a comedy duo. You were the original Laundry Basket and Laundry Basket of Spiegelman. <laughs> and the problem was that I was constantly cutting you off on your line. So I will never yeah. do that. So let's go ahead and do okay. the routine. So hey, uh, okay. the comedy duo of Mike Spiegelman oh. and Carl. I'm Mike Spiegelman. Oh. And I'm Laundry Carl. You're not cutting me off. I'm. 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 Okay. I'm Carl. People oh. knew it was me as Laundry Basket because my puns, those were those were clearly my puns. Okay, well, oh, the laundry-related puns? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'll give you enough space there. So, uh, hey, Carl, I heard you got in trouble with the police. Mm-hmm. Well, that is true. Okay, are you done? Okay, here's the next slide. I just want to give you enough space between jokes. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, All here's right. how the routine. Our show is actually a lot of comedy like this times two hours. We are going to watch uh. a full-length movie during this two-length hour, and one selected on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie today? We are going to watch America 3000. America, America 3000. 3000, which is 1986. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, so and who, yeah. So who is the publisher? Yeah, so if it's on YouTube, who, what channel is hosting this movie? Yeah, okay, so I guess Mr. Retro Entertainment is the one to go with. Mr. Retro Entertainment. So search for America 3000. I don't think you need to put in 1986. I think I'll find it pretty close to you. Go ahead, click that link, and then hit pause as the Canon Films uh, logo starts. And then set it to zero, zero, and we will have a countdown for you and when it says go go ahead and hit go watch the movie and listen to the podcast at the same time normally we no, have paul... i have the countdown yeah because normally we have paul brumba in the studio but today carl what do we have 
Uh, we also have Paul Brumbach. Oh, uh, all right. Just recorded. Because it wouldn't be the same without Brumbach. Let me pull it up on the computer here. Okay, so we have a simulated Paul Brumbaugh introduction. Yes. That Carl slavishly Carl. created. This is part of your fan fiction for Paul Brumbaugh, isn't it? Yes, that's exactly right. And the thing is, I'm very obsessive about it. People would say I'm. I'm really. I'm on. I'm on the edge of insanity. Which is the name of his podcast? Whoa. Okay, I've got it. It's just another day in the hood. Here we go, folks. In three, two. Okay, so once again, search for America Space 3000. You can put 1986 in parentheses if you'd like. And Mr. Retro Entertainment should be the first one to come up. And that's who is our publisher. And when Mike is ready, I'll get Paul Brumbaugh ready. All right, let me give you a countdown for the countdown. Ready? I'm ready to get, I'm ready in three, two, one go. Another day in the hood. Here we go, folks. You know the drill. Get your finger over that little triangle. And in three, two, one, go. All right. Here we are. Canon Films. Oh, God. Canon Films was notorious. Other years for... after the Great Nuke. Oh, yeah. You remember yeah. the Great Nuke? The world was man created. He destroyed. Out of dark. Oh, rewind. Stuff. Darkness and, the and ignorance was Wagos. <laughs> Wagos means crazy. Oh, because I was gonna say like any glasses. I don't think Wagos is the word. That sounds like a crazy name, Wagos, and it is. It is exactly that. Wagos, Wagos. <laughs> Nine hundred years after the great nuke, the world man created, he destroyed out of darkness and ignorance. Of the radioactive rubble emerged a new order, and the world was Wagos. Oh. Here we go. America 3000. Because you're like. Now we're going to hear a narrator named uh, Gruss, and I think that there's a narrator. I think that a choice was made in post production so that this film made sense to us. They thought the heavy metal would just carry the film? <laughs> well, we see some uh, Earth slaves. This is Planet of the Men. The twist is there are no apes. They're actually just men. Oh. <laughs> All right. Wow. They still have Gates William in the Wallace. future. You see William Wallace, the, um, the uh, leader of Scotland. Braveheart? Yeah, Braveheart. Oh, I didn't see Braveheart. You didn't see Braveheart? Please no. stop what you're doing and go immediately right now and see Braveheart. Oh, you didn't movie? see Braveheart? Oh, yeah, the movie? Yeah, no, I haven't seen that either. I haven't mm. seen Braveheart. I've seen uh, Hack Ridge, Hacksaw Ridge, where the guy's like, here, who's alive? I'll throw you off a cliff. <laughs> look, there's a girl. Wow. That's what they look like, American girls? This is a mall in the year 3000. <laughs> now the girl we're going to meet her she is called the tiara which means a queen i guess her name's ria and which she's is... got these like captured rio boys. rio is king so ria would be queen gotcha look at it hey ria. i just want to stab my knife on your chin she's checking out so the she's, slaves she's deciding if they're going to be machos 
uh-huh. or cedars. <laughs> whoa, whoa, let me see. Now, I'm not from this year, but I think I have an idea what there she's talking about. Yeah. Now, she's found herself a nice cedar right there. Cedar. An insolent one. Let's go to Cedar Hospital. Cedar Sinai. They take a look at his junk. Right, they cut him off. As you said. This one's a cedar. Cedars work for one thing and one thing only. Uh-huh, what is it? Baby Let's get that seed Cedar going. Corvus out for her own daughter, Venus. We learned that from a voiceover. This is what I mean, like... They just threw that voiceover there. Yeah, and the voiceover goes away after the... <laughs> you know, after a little while. So now they're going to brand him oh, Cedar, Cedar, which ain't cool. Oh, no, he's a fighter. But, oh, oh. she got a hot ass. <laughs> you mean when the Cedar threw her into the cock holes? <laughs> one one man's you... opinion. <laughs> if you didn't get that joke, you're not watching the movie now. Yeah, you need Ladies to watch the movie. I can't explain every joke. Pause us. Right. Please like, he's got a hot ass, if that was a pony. <laughs> It's Bug House Square. It's Tuesday for all practical purposes. And uh, I've done all I need to do, I think, at this point. And I'm glad that you have done what you need to do. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bughouse Square, I don't know. I'm just trying to, I'm just coping like everybody else. And and, uh, um, I got to tell you, though, go listen to (laughs) Flat Black Plastic, man. If you come through the website, Flat Black Plastic, Saturdays. Just a great show last week. Um, check that out, and uh, I, I'm doing nothing like that. I just I, I pulled records. I was trying to do things for the uh, fucking Hatriots, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, but we'll see what you got. It's all good music. I gotta tell you that right now. I'm looking at it. That's a that's a good stack of records there. Sleeping in some good warm place Man, come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said, unite all you working men Kill him him in the the river. river Some strange man was that, a vigilante man. Vigilante man, carry that sawed-off 
shotgun in his hand would he shoot his brother and sister down i rambled around from town to town i rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the land My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. Wait a second, I know this Too song. Too long. We but have that's gone not the way the song's supposed to go. Who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. 
It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. is fighting the president of Colombia. Stephanie Jemison is one of the most feared women in Bangladesh. And Stella Mason is a dangerous element, according to the government of China. These people are all members of Amnesty International. When Oren writes a letter to the president of Colombia, innocent citizens might not be rounded up and killed. When Stephanie sends a fax to the prime minister of Bangladesh, innocent women might not be beaten. Stella sends an email to the president of China, innocent Chinese citizens might not be tortured. And if enough members write in, these things might never happen again. Join Amnesty International during our 40th anniversary. Take some of those ideas and say, well, uh, this element made them move, or they, this type of bass sound really excites people or this type these type of highs or this type of voices or whatever we ex we see immediate reactions of your choice. You're also choosing state electors who will have the final voice. They're called the Electoral College and they'll need to stipulate who the voters have selected to be the winner in each state. Now the number of electors that your state is going to get is based on total population. That's the formula that's set. And when the popular vote is counted to find a winner in each state, each state will pledge all of its electors to choose the winning candidate. I like it. I like it. E-L-E-C-T-O-R-A-L. Electoral College. And we deserve it. If the vote is close and someone wins by just a little tiny hair, the electors give that person all their votes, and it's considered fair and square. 
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship.
Bebopalula, she's my baby. Bebopalula, I don't mean maybe. Bebopalula, she's my baby. Bebopalula, I don't mean maybe. Bebopalula, she's my baby doll.
You know, everybody should be able to perform and do what they do. You know, if somebody's in front going, you know, you should still be able to do it. Rather than punching some fucker in the face, I'd rather sing it, you know. I, I've often said that, if, you know, if I hadn't been a singer, I'd probably murdered somebody. Because the son of a mountain, you know, when you got that shit going in you. You know, if you've got no release, man. And a lot of people have no release. So many people have no release. And they absorb so much. It's like audiences, you know. Somebody goes out and tears the guts out at them. And they sit up there weekend after weekend, lapping up all this stuff. Pray knows, I don't know when, but sometimes it's got to go.
hookers there and uh, we all got naked and had a butter party <coughs> it was really out of sight for uh, other chicks to get into it man it was really cool I don't know I'm just I'm just me at one show we had um, there was two there was two Spanish hookers there and uh, we all
FM. This is the Flat Black Plastic Show. This, all these records are from my neighbor across the hall. So this is for number 21. Thanks for giving me your records. And then I brought a couple, but this is my first Carpenter's record, I swear. And uh, speaking of swearing, I swear we could use some money because... Uh, there's not a lot of money coming into this place once you can't do the stand-up. So, we still got bills. Um, don't be a bad girl.
just wanna keep on living under freedom's hand. I don't wanna die in Georgia. Oh no, oh no, oh no. I woke up in Kansas City. Yes, I did. My head was reeling. Mississippi
Oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time. Chance on the Chancellor. <laughs>